22 minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. I'm excited about this segment because every single time, you know, Sis Vatiswa comes into our midst. Uh, you know, so so I always have to ready myself because, you know, the mood of uh, defiance, of no surrender. Uh, <laughs> is that a good thing? Oh, I love it. I love it. I live for it. Sis Vatis Munchad. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. So you've been hiding, working on a book here? Well, not initially. I was just hiding initially. Yeah? Just plain hiding. And then something... And you decided to write? Huh? And then you decided to write? Yeah, last year. Towards the end of last year. Then I thought, okay, it's time. Um, it's time to write this book. Because I just felt it's time for people to know that what mm. we do is not ball gowns, champagne, and tuxedos. Because in their minds, that's mm. what they see. Mm. It's time for them to see the the, the truth Yeah, um, that's behind all this glamour. You know, when I was growing up, uh, you know, all kids, I think, go through this. You think, yeah. Um, yeah. and you know, like, you feel like, you know what, actually, that is the best life, right? That's the land of milk and honey. Yes. Um, yes. And it, I think it took me getting into my adult years to really understand about, yeah, man. I mean, there are some adults. Yeah. Who are spot on. They yeah. live in these... Um, who get harassed at malls. Yes. Because you, yeah. your, your, your life is so great. <laughs> <laughs> but this van, before we get into that, yes. because I mean, that's certainly a space that yeah. I am very interested in because I think in many ways, you know, I always try and emphasize in this show, but, you know, in many instances, but yeah. But where did it all start for you? I mean, I understand you come from, you know, EPK, a child of a cleric, um, <laughs> But also, I guess, you know, your early formative years took you into many different spaces. Yeah. And I want to hear from you whether or not you feel many of the things you had to go up against during those early years have, have prepared you for many of the fights you've later picked. Probably, but at that time I wasn't aware. Mm, you know, mm. when you're growing up facing all these challenges as a child, you, you grow up and when you're an adult, you look back and think, you know, I can handle all this. I've mm. been through that, mm. you know. So I think that's what's happened. I mean, growing up in Scotland where they call you a, a Cadbury's chocolate and Jeepers. there are only two of you black kids and, 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 and in Aberdeen at the time because we were in Aberdeen. Not like Aberdeen, but Northern Cape. Aye. The real one, the real one, guys, please. <laughs> The real one. <laughs> bring it home. Yes, bring it home. Yes. So those things were shocking because in the Sugem Tata, Asbam Yama song, they're singing songs like in the gravy because now Ufana ne gravy. But it took time and I fell right in with the in crowd. 
yeah, some yeah, point yeah. I was accepted. Sure, oh, sure. We're so used to this brown color now. She's just one of us. Basically, Let's keep it we over, we over the, we over, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, it's boring now. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, those experiences they they will strengthen you. But at that time, you don't mm. know. It's only when you reflect. Well, when did you come back? Um, eighty-one. Eight. Yeah. So wait. Oh. So so you we like out when uh, that went to the schools in Gramstown in the eighties, <laughs> like yeah. late seventies, eighties. Yes, we were there. How was it then? I mean, I, I've always wondered, like... You know, because I was still young. I yeah, mean, yeah. what, are, 11, 12, 12? Sure. Um, and it was just, um, I'm at school with other white kids, mm, again. Basically, At the again, height of sure. apartheid. And I think because we were young, I mean, what standard was I in? Um, standard five? Okay. So... There wasn't that whole thing. Mm. Oh, these! I got along with lots of the Klein kids, and, uh, yeah. yeah. But I was very naughty. I stood out. I was very naughty at school, mm. you know. And these kids would be shocked, like Vati, what is wrong with you, you know? But somehow uh, they would follow whatever I did, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it was cool. Sure, sure. Yeah, I and, didn't have challenges. Then. And then, I mean, at that stage, because I guess we know teenage years are also. You know, it's the phase of idealism. It's you have all these big things you might want to do, uh, or not. You know, or or you just really are, you know, planning. I guess what you might think your life might unfold like. Um, where was Vasiswa then, like in in your own mind space? And how did all of that kokelekbe and so on? That was something that um, the love of world. The, the interest mm. in, in broadcasting and television work came when I was in the UK. Oh, Because uh, okay. I was exposed to, um, to the BBC. TV, to the BBC yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I fell in love with acting. Mm. That was my thing. Being exposed to all these American productions, sure. um, Starsky and Hutch, the Dallases and all those oh, things. GR. I mean, <laughs> the legend. <laughs> And I thought, okay, I'm watching BBC News, ITV mm. News, there's Angela Rippon, there's Anne Williams. And, but I was fascinated by what they did. Mm, mm. And and I thought, this is something I'm going to do. But the love was, the passion mm. went into acting. You know, this thing, I don't know what it was called because I didn't understand acting at the mm. time. But whatever it is that these people are doing... I'm going to do it. I need to be. I need and I'm going to gonna do that. it well. And I want to do it well. Did it take long to get there? It took very long. It took very, very long. Um, what came easy and was, and I can't say easy, but it came much sooner, mm. was broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. At Radio Trans Sky. So, so you know when I was saying that to Andile earlier on? What you, Andile? Radio Trans Sky, no Radio Pop. <laughs> Like, so, so, but I mean, I think a lot of people would think about like that in a different way, right? I mean, Radio Trans Sky, what yeah. year was that? And that and was 90, 94, 95. Okay, okay. So yeah. it's not, yeah, it's not the late 80s or anything like that. No, no, no. I was 24. Okay. And was, you were reading the news then? I was reading the news. Okay. And English news, um, I auditioned and I was so scared. And I did TV Trans Sky News with my brother, Umzukis, who were co-presenting. Guys, what was Trans Sky TV? 
Yeah, there was TV Transcar. Where were the studios? I'm tired. Uh, by a TBC. Yeah, well, yes, they, they, they had a small studio there. We, we would do the news and sports shows and stuff. Oh, nice. You're a baby. so I am. I am. I can't even like, <laughs> when I think of Mtata now, I can't even think about Tata ever having had like a cultural scene. No. We, we, In that we sense, had. you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then I I grabbed that with mm. both hands that this is leading me to Johannesburg. Yeah. If I start doing this now and I do it well, and I was a mini celebrity in Transcar. Of course, of course, you of know? course. Huh? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crumble. I'm gonna just lose there. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. Let me tell you something really funny. So, I I remember. And we were talking about it earlier, you know, um, watching you on Home Affairs. Right. right. Um, here in the SABC. Right. And then also hearing you on Metro. And I remember somebody saying, Oh my Home God. That in no ways. <laughs> that in no ways. How, was that your first break or were there any other gigs before then? There were. Um, there was Mam Fundisi on Generations. Yes, yes. Um, in 2003, 2004. Wow. Um, that was my first break. The, the That was the big break, Generations. Jeez. And then Mama Gabuli became like the break break. Okay, okay. You okay. know, because um, I think a lot of people just didn't put the two together. Mm. The lady they saw as Umam Fundisi. And now, And yeah. I mean, there's so many stories about Umama Gabuli. I, I can tell you one of who was like what I hated about home affairs I, I don't know if she remembers this what I hated about watching that home affairs yeah. is for them to take Isboto, like a real bum to go and play is that what she said? that's what she said <laughs> and because you know that woman she you was... can tell she lives on alcohol she's, they're going to pay her she's going to go back to the streets and drink again you were that convincing and I was there when she was saying this, and I was confused. And I was where, so. So where was she saying this? I was visiting. I was visiting them in the newsroom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. so Uzo no Kilano was busy yes, saying, yes, like, yeah. "Oh, Sisno did you watch that new show, Home mm-hmm. Affairs? Your Ovet, they did so well." And then she comes over, and she says, "Yeah, I saw that show, but I, I hated the fact that they took a real drunk." to play that because so she didn't know that it was you no she didn't and I got confused because I thought no she must be playing around Maybe, yeah she's taking the mickey no. yeah, yeah yeah so I said to her you do realize that, that that's me no I said you do realize that's an actor she says but who would play that me <laughs> she couldn't believe it I mean when Villa Nam did like I, I could, could could never like Connect. reconcile the two um, but you, you recount a very interesting story when you were working as Umam Fondis on Generations. And you say, you know, you would leave set to get on a taxi. And, yeah. and for me, yeah. it's so interesting that you say that because, you know, it appears in so many artists and act- yeah. thespians' like experiences, right? I mean, even Amifaku's song, by the way, like Lady Epai. Like, what's mm. happening? I, did we not just see you on TV the other day? Right. You know? um, talk to me about how that experience was really, I guess, one, a flashpoint for you, but also 
your initiation into the very exploitative world of uh, visual productions? Look, when I started Generations, I knew I wouldn't get top dollar. But I didn't think it would be that bad. Sure. I, I, I mean, growing up watching television. So you, you felt you were just paying your dues? Yeah. Mm, you know, mm. let, me, let me start at the bottom. But I didn't know the bottom was like drain. Bottom, bottom, yeah. Bottom, you know. So, and, and, and I don't exaggerate when I say the time people saw me as mom fundis, I never even put 15,000 together in the time I was at How Generations. How long was that? Over three months. I think it was three what? months. Yeah. I didn't even put 15,000 together. And so when I, I went to catch a taxi at Brie Taxi Rank, mm. when people see you there and they give you that look and that lady said to me as I was getting in the taxi, but why are you getting in a taxi? Sigbone TV. record. I mean, you know. So what happens to your confidence levels? Yo. And people take it lightly. They'll say, no, but um, you, you, you're just human like us. So there's nothing wrong with you being a Texan in that. And, but they're going to say things that hit you. Not a weed. Yes. You know, so people don't understand. And it, it's like, no, mm. and all that. You do need, because confidence and self-esteem are a very big part. But also your call times are really okay. weird. I mean, imagine, Ubizoli call time, it takes us to go for. When I was born. I was born. And this is pre, you know, ride hailing, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. And, and I think, you know, we were saying something to Andila earlier on that. I mean, the last time we had you on the show was yeah. just before we did a dialogue. And you remember even yes. Channel came through yes. and all of that stuff. Yes, yes. And in many ways, Channel has always hidden behind the fact that, hey, production, no. no, but that's wrong. How do you? This is... Because at the end of the day, they own these productions, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. They own these productions. It's on your watch. Mm. Because now, how is it that you keep on hearing all these complaints from actors? Mm. What is your oversight role as exactly. the channel exactly. or broadcaster? Exactly. What contract have you signed with the producer? Are mm. they keeping up to the agreement that you guys have, have, have signed? So sure. no one wants to take responsibility. No one wants to take responsibility, so actors are on their own. Mm. And what they do, they discuss. You never see actors sitting um, with channel and all producers discussing. As organized no. actors, yeah, no. like the guild or whoever, yeah. It's, it's always producers and the broadcasters. And it's almost as if they're discussing how can we bring them down. Yeah, yeah, we need to yeah. bring them down in the next production. They need to open up to us so actors also know what to expect when they are on sets mm. so they don't take abuse, they don't take all these things that happen to them yeah. when they are on sets. And I would think also crews, right, as well? Of course mm. crew goes mm. through so much. Sure. They go through They go through the worst because they have to be there before the actors, mm. prepare everything, and you'll hear ridiculous rates like amounts of 1,000 rand, 1,000 rand a week. For, for a like crew what? member. Hi, man. 
upizi pano sindwa zezando zininzi patwa yeah. pana for 1000 rand yeah. and then they think you're crazy when you say no things need to change or when you say no thank you all right yo sasfat maskesi bambe apo yeah folks i'm in discussion with sasfat swandaka we're talking Uh, her own experiences out in the world of South African entertainment. Her book is out, Unfiltered, My Unglamorous Odyssey in the World of South African Entertainment. And uh, yeah, you can give us a shout. We're out on our studio line, 086-0021-60-086-0021-60. You can also send us your voice notes. We are out on 060-552-7303. When you're staring at clocks, searching pictures for random beaches and mentally just clocking out of important meetings, you know the holidays just aren't coming quick enough. You can't do anything about this, but what you can do is to start checking out the amazing Engine Quick Shop deals that are going to fuel your holiday when it does finally come. Get to your nearest Engine Quick Shop and check out the wide range of deals. You could also win Engine One app vouchers that are valued at 5,000 Rand each. Terms and conditions apply. Engine, with us, you are number one. 19 minutes it is uh, before 9 p.m. I'm in discussion with Vatis Wandaka uh, talking about her latest offering. Uh, there, It's a book titled Unfiltered, the, My Unglamorous Odyssey in the World of South African Entertainment. Yeah, only says Vatis would use that word in the title. Odyssey. Go ahead, okay? But just, like, just off air, we were just talking about like the ridiculous sums of money because we've yeah. spoken about generations, we've spoken about... You know, home affairs. Yeah. Uh, there are also more recent ones on the other channel. I mean, those yeah. are just the SABC ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you were you were sharing with me like how how the chats happen. So your class were pansy to I know we really like you for this role. Yeah. Um, this is what we're offering. And then when you're like, oh, well, guys, and they're like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we don't have money. Channel. And you have your agent saying, remember, there aren't a lot of jobs. There aren't a lot of um, acting gigs. It's for that reason you should fight harder for me as an agent because there aren't a lot of acting jobs. So you get me top dollar. That's what you sh- you're supposed to do. Mm, mm. And it's almost as if they are always protect- protecting the producer. They don't have budgets. Why should we believe this? Because this is all we hear all the time. There aren't budgets. They weren't given. And then because some of us will go and ask these channel people, mm. How is it that you cut budgets? They say, no, we don't cut budgets. It's either we'll give them the same or we... But these ones take higher margins. So this is why some of us can... I can can honestly say that my entire career, I've never made four million rand. And you've spent hours on set. Yes. But you see, it raises something else that I'm quite interested in. And I'm sure we've spoken about this before. Um, but I want to just hear your perspective on it and also how, what treatment you give to it in the book. We can't. There's a deliberate, there's a deliberate thing to, to divide us. It's deliberate. The system is, the exploitative system is in such that Actors don't unite. There are those who get paid well, who have the louder voice that they'll listen to, and then there are all the beginnings. So it's the like a divide and yes. rule kind of thing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There, are, there are some actors who are very comfortable. Probably what ten of them. But also, it's cutthroat, right? It's, yeah. it's competitive. I mean, the whole idea, even of how you enter the industry as an audition, 
already like what what's the word it atomizes you it makes you feel like yeah i'm just here yeah and i get in yeah. at the expense of somebody else so right. while i'm in let me just put my head down and work and and work and then when some of us get to a point of saying i'm not going to audition mm. because what what else do you want me to do what else should i prove to you people i've done all these roles all mm. these different characters what more do i still need to prove do you not believe that i can do the job then it means i haven't done my job well so let me step aside if i still need to stand in line mm. and prove to you and it's not because they really it's a mind game yeah 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 and it's a game of power so they can say to mm. you remember there were other girls who were there so so you are dispensable we've done you a favor you are dispensable that's the subtext we've done you a favor because there were other girls who were just as good they would have taken this money But then you see Sis Vatiso. I mean you know more than most. You No, I don't. No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying like you've lived in so many places across the world. You have lived in a society that is in transition which whose promise has always been power will be used in a way that makes sure that this kind of exploitation does not happen. And I guess it it also what accounts for is the pretext of some of your clashings not only with production houses yeah. but even with people in the corridors of power. Uh, I know you've got something there for us there uh-huh. about uh no uh-huh. I'm very keen on that. Oh, um, you want me and to I'd read? like you to read it because as is kwazi this is fathers will be the upper with your voice and then ungas fundele like Oh wow. Okay. Master class guys. Mamelani. Oh shush. Um okay. The minister would have a follow-up meeting with me. Balisa and I then prepared for the follow-up meeting, thinking we could share and discuss short-term and long-term solutions to the exploitation of industry practitioners. When the minister returned from his trip to the Rugby World Cup, I decided to give him a week before reaching out to him, as the country was gripped by the euphoria of the Webb Ellis Cup being brought home by our rugby team Amabogobogo. When I eventually reached out to him, My calls and messages were ignored until early 2020 when I sent him a text requesting him to please return my call. He called me and sounded rather irritated that I dared to even suggest that he call me back when he had better things to do than have what maybe seemed to him like mundane discussions about actors. From that experience I mean I, I I don't know what it feels like as far as to feel like every door is you know put in your way right yeah um to become chastised as like the black sheep in the industry because we don't yeah. want to touch you what is over the barge pole because the moment we do yeah. we're going to have an industrial relations nightmare on our on our hands lord and yeah. then from a policy maker to get a cold standoffish response like that yeah when You know when he had invited me on the day of the letter I mean he called mm. that we need to sit down and, and talk, talk and flew me to Cape Town then what and, and then the next thing and for me it seemed like oh they just wanted to check is she stable is she mentally stable or is she a threat to the country for me that's how it seemed because you can't say to me one minute we are worried about the fact that you might be blacklisted as a department we need to see how we can help you then the next thing when you come back from your trip 
you ignore me. And when I call you, you sound so irritated. That's exactly what happened. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to let sleeping dogs lie, lie away. And because, I mean, it was clear. That's the thing. Um, and I think I say in the book, that's the mm. thing about being blacklisted. You can't prove it. Exactly. But you, 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 you yeah. can tell that you've been blacklisted. But fortunately, I knew that was going to happen when I wrote the letter. Mm, 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 so mentally, I was already prepared for that. It's a financial side of yeah. everything else. But I'm one of those, you know, you've done it, you've got to follow through. You know, it's it's what I want us to talk about just after the breaks as well. Yeah. So I theorize on it, but up like list in implication. Right. For Indlela Ozi Pili Sangayo. Of course. Um and I'm quite keen on how and what conundrums that then throws up for you. Because if you make a principled stand by, guys, I'm sorry. Like if you're not gonna pay me what I'm worth, sorry, I'm not gonna do it. In a context where there is no institutional support. I mean, we had the football players union here earlier. They have a union there. Right. Ideally where people ought to be organized there, but there's still there are workers in the football space who go unpaid wow. for months. And say, what a brilliant player. Yeah. He's like a superstar in our eyes, right? But I got And I'm quite keen because in your sector, I think it's worse. That yeah, there isn't is that worse. kind of institutional support. We, we have nothing. Absolutely nothing. We are on our own. Mm. So mm. this is why people would rather take the abuse and, and probably say, I'd rather have 2,000 rand than nothing at all. But how far can you stretch that? Exactly. And that's my point, that what is the point of being laughed at when people say, but you're working. How come you can't afford rent? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And they don't understand that I'm only going to get that much for like the two weeks that I'm on set. And then I'm stuck. After. And then, I, yeah. So let's take this break. Uh, and when we come back, we unpack, I guess, what that looks like. But more importantly, yeah, what's down the pipe, pipe for you? What are some of the things you're busy with? How people can get this book? And I'm also going to check in with some of the tweets because Aban means Babuza, the same question. Oh. <laughs> it is indeed where you're at, eight minutes before 9 p.m. We are in studio tonight with Vatis Vandaha. Uh, she's an actress. She's a former news reader here. This is uh, one of her old haunts here at Metro FM Talk, uh, Metro FM in general. Uh, so uh, we have to say that. But also author of Unfaltered, My Unglamorous Odyssey in the World of South African Entertainment. And of course, uh, the book, Sisvatsu, uh, uh, is not only about your journey in the world of entertainment. No. You also share some very personal things there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. one of the things that I, I really want to maybe hear your reflections on is... The moment or that one apex moment where you felt this is not worth it and I really just want to end it. Actually, that was after I'd left Generations. That was in 2004. Talking about Mm. the the suicide attempt. It's nearly 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 So I had just resigned from Highfelt. Yeah. And um, knowing that because when I joined Generations, Elaine Butler, who was a casting director, had said, look, if you do this well, whoever gets this role is going to be given a long-term contract. Okay. And I confidently, stupidly, by the Left way... Left 947 because of Yeah, that. because I told myself, I'm going to make sure that they give me that contract. So I resigned, dummy. And 
I worked at Generations and initially it was for three months, obviously. Mm. And then I knew after the three months I would get this gig. Sure. And I didn't. Now, I don't have a job and I'm staying with my son. How am I going to get through this? Mm. Um, because I don't have deep, deep pockets. I don't have those people who can just sign a check yes, and say, yeah. look, until you sort Until you could, yeah, hang in there, yeah. So... At some point, I was like, I can't. I, I just don't know what to do. And I want to take care of my mother. How, how do I get through this? So I, I attempted to, mm. uh, by poisoning myself. Mm. And I mean, I couldn't even get that right because here we are. You know, um, you say that in very jocular <laughs> terms, right? but I'm sure at the time uh, it must have yeah. been a very painful. It was. I mean, yeah. um, it it really it was a dark time. It mm. was a very very dark time for me. And you must know that if someone feels at peace about taking their own mm. life, there's something very bad Deep. and twisted. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's where I had gotten. I I mean, I didn't even take time to consider how it would scar my son. Mm. All I was thinking was that. I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. And mm. they're probably better off without me. Wow. That was the thought. So, of course, the context is in the book. So I don't yes. want you to give away too much. I think you've also yeah. given us, um, you know, the environment within which that happened. Yes. Last one. I, I did say, I want to understand um, so yeah, give us that, just the last reading and then okay. we'll find out where all of us can get this unglamorous odyssey. All right. No one at work could have imagined how raw, fragile and broken I was. No one could have guessed how, as I walked in the corridors of the SABC, I just wanted to scream and cry my heart out. They could never know or find out about the humiliation I now carried. I had to act normal and just keep it moving. I had to pretend all was well in what seemed to be my continuously crumbling life. The timing of being placed to read the news on Thomas Msengana's show couldn't have come at a better time. Tomash, as I called him, Lupin Laisa and Quentin Massina were what I could label the perfect trifecta. They were exactly what the doctor ordered for all the darkness that seemed to engulf me. Being part of that show eased the tension that found permanent residence in my body. The combination of these three was an uncomplicated one. Hey, reality is waiting outside for you. After the show, <laughs> after the three hours, it's gone. No, it was, um, it was just magic. Mm. You know, they came and... It was just easy. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was a crazy bunch of people, you know, mm. and yeah. And people seem to feed off the energy that yes. we had on yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember the laughter. So, what is what? If my neck up, Lingwati, because yeah, behind the Sogolis Abandu, who come there up, but my swag about Bakanga Lingwati because of a pendulangoku. But Sinepi says, Yes, I wish this interview was extended. I can listen to this woman for hours. You're still in awe of her voice. She's brilliant. 
brilliant artist. <laughs> uh, can you. she read a passage from her book again? I want to <laughs> see something. <laughs> 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 you just spoke about Lupi, ne? Yes. A few minutes ago. Lupi on Twitter says, great to hear Mavati's beautiful voice oh my on goodness. air. She has paid and continues to pay severely for her principles and her activism. I wow. look forward to her getting into production. Perhaps she could turn her book into a film. Tell her I love her. Always have and right always back will. at him. <laughs> it's beautiful, and I hope you take that up. Well, you know, eh? sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many people when uh, about in Zulu, but my mother show really before this father by a film commission. Now, TTIC, no bad. I'm making mild guys, man. Justin Jeff is script and treatment. Justin Jeff. Prefeasibility. <laughs> yeah. You I know? love you for that. Please, guys. No, no, no. I'm not sure if I'm going to get a chance. Eh, when? Kupanmali, guys. I wasn't calm on air and pontificate. Yeah, you know, uh, the industry. Can you get any mali pants? Because you're not going to get any mali pants. You know, there's there's a girl or ati. Ukubana na kaupendule phone ungena mali ubangatu dom. Uba mnyama uba mnyama tsu. Uipendule phone. Hello. Kanti kaune mali. Hi. Hi. Ever a chance voice in bubbles. Very bubbly voice. Because I have TV license. Yay! Hi, ma'am. Your TV license has gone unpaid. So long as When are you gonna pay? Ungan Because Nina, you guys, the man well, um, the hard copy is not available at the moment, but this is going to announcements. Um, at the moment, people can um, get e-book. Okay. Um, I'm going to post all the details on my social platforms awesome. and, and have all the banking details there. So people can um, email to management at vatiswandaha.com or sales at vatiswandaha.com. Awesome. And then there they will get the yeah. everything for, for yeah. the e-book. Yes. I can't wait to finish the book. And uh, Khalil and Guy Kribi. Um, but uh, I mean, <laughs> firstly, your storytelling, but also your life story is just fascinating. Oh, my goodness. And, thank uh, you. Always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so um, much. And Ungangna, this is Vatiswa. La Productions, Iphone. Nababanemali, listening in. Hint, hint. You know now, sales at vatiswandaha.com. Thank you so much. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure having had you on the show. Thank you very much.